Welcome back to Five Dangerous Ideas About Faith, Part Two. Dangerous idea number two: Faith is blind. It has become popular in some circles to talk about faith in God, miracles, and the Bible as something that people embrace who are not intellectually or scientifically inclined. In fact, I have heard many times in conversations with my Uber riders that someone decided that they couldn't believe in God because they are a science person, and the Bible just didn't seem logical or to agree with the science. Thus, they reasoned that they will have to put aside the mythological trappings of their upbringing in order to be a whole person that has consistency with their mind. And heart, they feel like they can resonate with Mark Twain's quote about faith as believing in something you know ain't so. If they are honest, they may admit that there is an internal conflict regarding their heart and mind. In their heart, they may find it comforting to believe that they were created by a divine being that loves them, who cares for them. Gives them purpose and a sense of ultimate justice and paradise, at the end of life, and more. However, also waging war in their heart, they feel like it would be easier if God didn't exist, so that they could pursue living in ways that are contrary to how the Bible describes as what the good life is. They may believe that when it comes to certain issues of morality and pleasure. That God might have gotten it wrong, and consequently, He might have gotten other things wrong as well. All of a sudden, it becomes more appealing to be open to the idea that God might not actually exist. Now, if someone doesn't have adequate reasons to justify the existence of a divine, all-powerful, personal, perfectly good Creator. Then the price tag of walking away from that idea will be very low. It's the next logical step. This is where many current atheists, skeptics, or agnostics may find themselves. The connection between the heart and the mind in regard to faith was described well by author and philosopher Dr. Stephen Meyer when he said, "The heart." Cannot exalt in what the mind rejects. You see, if belief in God doesn't make any logical sense to you, then your only justification for maintaining belief and making sense of hard times will be your feelings of comfort and affinity that you receive from others in a faith community. So long as believing in God works for you, then it will be a convenient belief. As long as it stops working for what you want out of life, then it is an easy intellectual step to reject it altogether, or re- redefine who God is. In the end, your heart can't be passionate about what you know deep down. Your mind thinks is illogical. What your mind rejects, your heart cannot exult in. However, as mentioned earlier, religious truth should reflect reality, and we can only discover true and our purpose in life if our lives are in conformity with truth. We should describe faith 
as trust based off of evidence. Here are a couple of scriptures in the Bible that demonstrate this. Luke 1, 1 through 1-4 says, Many have undertaken to compile a narrative about the events that have been fulfilled among us, just as the original eyewitnesses and servants of the word handed them down to us. It also seemed good to me, since I have carefully investigated everything from the very first, to write to you an orderly sequence, most honorable Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things about which you have been instructed. So Luke confirming that we can have confidence of the gospel story about Jesus. We also see in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven through 38 You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. Biblical faith should not be afraid of questions, testing and doubting. Are you willing to listen and test everything that you believe to see if it is really true? I believe that Scripture gives us permission to do so. We see in 1 Thessalonians 5.21, But examine everything carefully. We also see in 1 John 4.1, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. If you believe something and are expected to simply accept it without question, that may be a bad sign. For a belief to be true, it needs to be the best explanation of reality. The inability to question an idea is a sign of insecurity in its foundation. The fear that deep down, this belief really isn't justified, and I may have to change my entire life. Organizations that will not allow you to ask questions about their fundamental beliefs should be questioned themselves. If we are in a deep pursuit of truth, I believe that doubting, if addressed with objectivity and humility, can lead to a deeper level of faith. This doesn't mean that deeper levels of faith will cause you to understand everything and to answer every question related to faith. For example, for a time, I questioned if the New Testament had been reliably transmitted over the centuries. I investigated the process of the formation and the preservation of the New Testament. And, based off of the evidence, I have realized that the case for the reliability of the New Testament in its transmission and preservation is stronger than ever. This does not mean that I have no doubts or questions at all on this topic still, but I believe that the most reasonable conclusion is that we do have exactly what they wrote. I'll explain why in a future podcast. Additionally, if God exists and has spoken to to humanity, we should be able to understand and apprehend His message to us. But we should not expect to fully comprehend all of an infinite being, as we are limited creatures. We can have a reasonable faith, though, based off of good evidence. You may be asking yourself at this point, Okay, but give me one reason why I should even believe that God exists. If you are saying that faith is not blind, but based off of evidence, show me. 
I will explain logical and scientific evidences for God's existence in future podcasts, much more in depth than I go on this podcast episode. But for the sake of brevity, I simply want to show you at this point that faith, as defined by the Bible, as we saw earlier, is trust based off of reasons. And I want to put a stone in your shoe in regard to humanity's origin. One rock that I want to put in your shoe is with this question. If there ever was a time that there was nothing, why is there something? Also, a couple other questions for you to consider. Can matter create itself? If space, time, and matter had a beginning, wouldn't the cause for all of space, time, and matter have to be beyond space, time, and matter? Thus, we would be looking for a spaceless, timeless, immaterial cause to everything in the universe. That sounds a lot like God. The question that we have to come to is, what is the more logical conclusion? Either everything was caused by a spaceless, timeless, immaterial, divine being, or it was caused by a spaceless, timeless, immaterial nothing. But which one seems more logical? In my future podcasts, I will go into more depth on this topic of the cause known as the cosmological argument. But I simply want to persuade you by asking some questions to get you thinking about the reasonableness of faith. Next, I want to discuss another popular lie in our culture regarding how we should even move forward in persuading people towards truth. Thanks for listening to the Engage Truth Podcast. Join us next time for part three of five dangerous ideas about faith.